What is up, my Gungans? This is Derek. And this is Harry. And we are the Beskar Brothers. Today we're going to be talking about Star Wars Visions. And this is episode two, called Tatooine Rhapsody. Not to be confused with Bohemian Rhapsody. Or any other Rhapsody, for that matter. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. But yeah, folks, we are so stoked to be talking about this episode. Yeah, we're really it's excited. a pretty good one. Yeah, it is. I mean, I definitely like it for different reasons than Harry might, but <laughs> we'll talk about those and, and go from there. Yeah. So, let's get started. Let's do it. You're listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast, your home for Star Wars news and more. Okay, guys, first we're going to start with our quick facts, of course. Harry, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll go first, actually. Okay, let's have you go first. All right, folks, this is an interesting one. Alrighty, so did you know that Michael Jackson was po- going to be a possible role for a certain character in Star Wars? Really? Yeah. Take a guess who you think it might be. Captain Derek. Neo. No. George <laughs> <laughs> R. Binks. Seriously? <laughs> so it says here that Michael Jackson, he attempted to persuade George Lucas to give him the role of Jar Jar Binks in The Phantom Menace. Um, and offering to play the role in full prosthetics. Wow. Yeah. Um, if Jar Jar Binks is more of like a musical Gungan, maybe that could have worked out. I don't know. But yeah, I, yeah that, that was something that I had. Honestly, you had no idea, obviously. That that was possibility, but imagine Michael Jackson in a Star Wars movie. Instead of Misa, it would be Misa. (laughs) 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 Oh goodness, that's interesting. I didn't. Annie, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh goodness, Uh, that's that's funny. That is. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to know if any of you listening n- knew that that about that you know random fact there. If you do, please let us know because I had no I'd freaking clue. Yeah, I'd love to know about that. <laughs> um, another one was uh, well, what I was thinking of while you were saying that is like there's all this what if kind of thing because you know obviously Marvel what if and blah 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 yeah but like like that's something that we as viewers like some some viewers um, would have liked to see oh yeah like can you think about um, what was it in Marvel um, Captain America was almost John Krasinski yeah mm-hmm. like I I wish there was like a cut where we could see how that would have played out like yeah an alternate universe that we could dive into to see how that would have would have um happened or how that would have played out if, if that would have yeah happened. or michael b jordan as t'challa oh yeah was he almost yeah it was between him and chadwick boseman and then they were like yeah but we'll put you in this for this yeah, yeah no no worries yeah a funny random fact about that the reason why is because creed was being filmed around the same time oh yeah and so michael b jordan had the main role for for being creed, for creed. so 
Um, I mean, that makes sense. But even though Michael B. Jordan's had a huge role in Black Panther. And yeah, they're like, we'll hold off for, for Civil War right now, but when it comes to Black Panther, you'll be first in line. It, as I wonder what they if that's what they said. Yeah, um, and by the way, personal opinion, Killmonger, one of the best villains in Marvel. He was awesome. Yeah. But anyway. Really, really easy to connect to. Yeah, what about you, Derek? What's your quick fact about Star Wars? Yeah, so my quick fact, I always say quick fact. It's hard for me to enunciate that for some reason. It's like when Angela Kinsey can't see the Finer Things Club. Yeah. What yeah. did she say? Oh, in the bloopers for The Office. Uh, oh, yeah. The Finer Things. She goes, the Finer Things. The, fi- but it's the, the finer-, finer Things. Yeah, but it's the Finer Things Club. Yeah, so I, for my quick fact, my <laughs> quick fact for this, this week's episode is going to be about Han Solo's death. Okay. Um, so Han Solo's death at the hands of his son was obviously one of the sadder moments of oh, star wars if absolutely. not one of the saddest it was one of my least favorite parts a favorite character man yeah i mean yeah um but apparently harrison ford wanted it to happen for like 30 years so all the way back to like uh oh, what is that a uh, uh revenge of the revenge of the empire Re- return of the jedi what is it Re- is that return of the jedi just what about just about to be on. Well, Return of the Jedi was almost Empire. 40. Yeah, I was thinking Empire Strikes Back, but I was putting it into Return. Yeah, I was like Return of the Empire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, I did hear like that he he intentionally wanted to be you know die in the carbonite, possibly. Oh, really? Like possibly. I don't know. That might have been just a speculation, but knowing Harrison Ford, I could see that. But. Anyway, what what were, else were your thoughts? But yeah, Harrison Ford goes on to to talk about it, and he said, "I've been arguing for Han Solo to die for about thirty years, not because I was tired of him or because it was or he was boring or anything, but his sacrifice for the other characters would lend gravitas and emotional weight." Uh huh. Um, that's what Harrison Ford Harrison Ford told Entertainment Weekly, but then George Lucas went on to say. That he didn't think that um, <laughs> he didn't think that there was any future in dead Han Solo toys. Oh boy, <laughs> thinking about the children. <laughs> well, making it about what's selling, you yeah. know. And he's like, "No, that doesn't sell. <laughs> you know? I'm not gonna sell that. You know, I'm not gonna do that because everybody loves Han Solo. I'm not oh, gonna yeah. kill him off. Absolutely. But yeah, so it's interesting that it was a long time coming. Yeah. Oh, well, that is a. I don't know. I think with Han, like, because, like I said, he's my favorite character. The way he died was awful, but yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, um, but anyway, I, I I really liked his part in Return of the Jedi, so I'm glad he didn't die then. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> really important there. Yep, cool. So that's our quick quick facts. You got for it. today. You got said, Derek. Yep, you got said. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast. To be a part of the show, go to www.beskarbrothers.com to fill out a survey. Telling us what you want to hear, what you liked, and what you didn't. New entries will be featured in new episodes. So, log on to www.beskarbrothers.com today. Okay. Star Wars Visions, Episode 2. Tatooine Rhapsody. Tatooine Rhapsody. Mama just killed the droid. droid. 
Put a blaster in, in his, his head. head. Pulled my the trigger, trigger and he's dead. dead. That's like the first episode of Mandalorian. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so um, this episode opens um, during a battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, which battle we don't know, technically. But it seems like, or obviously, there's clone troopers and uh, B-1 battle droids. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, it's Clone Wars era. But from what it seems like um jay our protagonist yeah our padawan basically um, is is a padawan jedi learner Mm -hmm. uh, who was running away so what we're thinking is that order 66 has been executed Mm -hmm. and he's running away from both sides like he has no allies basically at this point yeah exactly um oh and just for those who are tuning in and may not know these star wars visions are not canon yeah, they're they're theoretic. You're technically not canon. Yeah, this one seems more canon than others. Yeah, this one seems more canon than any of the nine episodes. Yeah, but and, technically, yeah, this is not. Yeah, just because we have characters that we have seen in previous things from Star Wars, such as Boba Fett and Bib Fortuna and Jabba. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, or it seems like Order sixty six has been executed according to especially the first thirty seconds of the episode. Yeah. Um, and through that all, um, our our protagonist, Jay, he flees through the corridors of a factory, and he falls off a railing and damages his lightsaber. Thankfully, it was damaged, or he could have stabbed himself as he was falling down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then when he wakes up um, after that horrible fall, he's fallen into a vehicle with G, or Guy, um, or Geezer. You know, they call him Guy throughout most of it. Um, yeah. he, is, no, he is a hut, and he asks what he is, and... Jay struggles to answer, not just then, but throughout the entire episode, actually. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we we learn that Jay is a Padawan learner. Yeah. And then uh, Jay becomes a part of Gee's band called Star Waver. Is it Star Waver? Yeah, Star Waver. Yep. Awesome, man. Um, and he, he actually is, ends up being the, the lead vocalist, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then once <clears throat> once he becomes part of the band... Um, you know, uh, getting all excited and all that. And they're playing at venues and trying to at least. Yeah, and then uh, one of my favorite characters shows up, and I know it's one of Derek's favorite characters too. Oh yeah, Mister Boba Fett. Boba Fett. So Boba Fett comes uh, with several others and confronts Guy and telling him that he has to come to a collect a bounty that Mister Jabba the Hutt has placed on him. And that if he resists, you know, uh, Boba Fett warns that he and his henchmen will disintegrate his friends. And what does Guy do? He laughs it off and asks Jabba if he wants his autograph. He's like, what does Jabba want? My autograph? <laughs> yeah. Uh, super cheesy, but it was funny as heck. Yeah, this is a really cheesy one. Oh, yeah. uh, Guy tells the band, let's rock him, before unleashing a flamethrower hidden in his electric guitar. Fett is driven back. The band escapes uh, in their starship, the Rolling Gales, um, and flies into the rain. Um, and then you can, we can see kind of Boba Fett just staring at them as they as they leave. Yeah, as, as they escape. Yeah, I feel like the Rolling Gales, like the Rolling Stones. I don't know. I, Maybe that's, that's that's the vibe I'm getting. But regardless of that, so while they're traveling, uh, you know, aboard their starship. Jay says that this is the third time that they've been chased, and Jay says that it will be nice to finish the show for once. Yeah. And then just then, their starship um, was hit, and <laughs> the Ben realizes that they are being followed. Yeah, Boba Fett 
gave chase um, in Slave One or Fire Spray. We mm. don't really know what the name is right now. Yeah. Of Boba Fett's ship. Um, and then peppers their ship with laser fire. Um, Jay says, of course. I've got a bad, feeling, got a bad feeling about, about this. this. And then the ship was hit by the laser fire and crashes on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know Boba Fett then forces his way into the ship and goes to collect Gee and take and to take him to Jabba the Hutt. And Gee says that he won't join Jabba's um, you know Jabba's crime syndicate. Um, but then Boba Fett then warns that Jabba is not to be crossed with. We learn that very well yeah. throughout you know Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yep. And but. Uh, Guy, reluctantly, he complies and follows um, Boba Fett out of the Rolling rolling Girls. Um, As they leave, uh, Jay tells him to wait, and he has, like, his lightsaber there with him. Mm -hmm. And then Fett asks, he's like, do you really want to do this? (laughs) And then Jay tries to ignite his lightsaber, but it short circuits, and then um, he kind of just looks defeated. And so does Guy, and he reluctantly follows Fett, Boba Fett, aboard the Slave One. Or Fire Spray. Or Fire Spray, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as they're going there, uh, you know, Jay reflects on his first meeting with Guy, uh, where he was taken in by him, and then, you know, the two became great friends. Yeah. Um, they, 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 you see a quick bond there. I know for the, how short the episode is, you see that the bond does, does come into play pretty good. Yeah, and I think it's it's interesting because the bond is more with Jay and Gee than it is with any of the other band members. Exactly. Like, I can't remember her name, but, like, the, the droid girl person. Yeah. She's like, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just a band. Yeah. But between uh, between but Jay and Guy, little, it's there's a little bit more. It's a better friendship. Yeah, it's it's good. So yeah, later at the Mos Espa Grand Arena on the planet Tatooine. So this is where the uh, the Bunta Eve pod race is held. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bib Fortuna <laughs> uh, releases Guy from his binders, and Jay and the rest of the band are are behind him, um, who rejoin Guy. Um, Jay explains that they made a deal with Jabba the Hutt to let them perform before Guy is executed, <laughs> um, but they only get one song, uh-huh. and so it's kind of like the last hurrah before Guy is killed. Mm-hmm. Kind of a sad story. It is, but they they go out. I know that Jay was trying to really convince Guy to do it, and mm-hmm. and you know hands him his mic and or his guitar. Sorry, yeah. his guitar. Um, but then, yeah, Guy leads the band as they take a cargo skiff off to the podium. And Jay sings a song while the rest of the band plays. And the crowd's going pretty crazy for, you know, something they never heard before. Yeah. I mean, I've been to concert before. I've been to concerts where, like, I've never heard of the you know, people who open for the for the lead performers. Right. And people go crazy. And some of them know who they are, some don't. But anyway, so the crowd's going crazy. I think it's funny because... I mean, the main event, you you said something about opening for yeah. the band. The main event is technically Guy's execution. Yep. And so they're opening for Guy's execution. Execution, yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Kind of weird. Yeah, kind of sus, no. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so the song they sing, um, you know, the lyrics, they talk about traveling through hyperspace um, and basically kind of like being yourself kind yeah. of ordeal. Yeah. Um, we, me and Derek were talking about this um, before we started recording our podcast today, uh, and I was like, "Man, 
they sound like a good mix of like Yellow Card, Foo Fighters, and like Bleachers and Reliant K. It's like, yeah, like an early kind 2000s. Of that. Yeah, early 2000s alternative punk rock kind, kind of, of thing. feel. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, he, he literally does sound like he could, you know, be like singing with Yellow Card or something. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so the lyrics talk about, you know, being yourself. Um, and then, you know, it goes pretty viral and attracts the fans across Tatooine, including Moss Eisley. And, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's actually like shown, but we actually, it's weird because as they're playing the songs, uh-huh. they, they cut to different parts of Moss Eisley or of uh, Tatooine, I mean, yeah. including the cantina. Mm-hmm. Um, but it cuts to this, this house uh-huh. and it's just sitting there on the, on the hill and it's only like a split second if you blink, you miss it kind of thing. Yeah. And I had to pause it, go back, and say, Harry, because we watched this together. I was like, Harry, do you know where that is? And I was like, I think so. It ended up, well, it was, um, what's it called? Um, Obi-Wan's. Obi-Wan's hut, like where Obi-Wan was living, his house. And do you know why we figured that out? Because he was on the high ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, it was it was hilarious when Derek pointed that out. Uh, I was like, "Look, it's that's that's where Obi Wan lives." Yep, <laughs> so oh, awesome. Goodness. But yeah, but yeah, it it was it went pretty viral. Apparently, even Obi Wan, that old geezer. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of geezer, let's get back to the story. <laughs> yeah. So um, after the song, you know, Jay issues an appeal to Jabba the Hutt, and um, you know, saying that the. That the band will be the number one band in the galaxy. The Star Waivers will be the best. And then he asked Jabba, what does he ask Jabba? He's like, would you like to be our first sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of like, it, it didn't sound super confident in my opinion, but, you know, I'm coming from a, a boy. He's like, we're going to be the best. So, uh, do you want to pay us money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've come for a bargain. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But then uh, one of the fans asked him, you know, they start chanting, one more song, one more song. Um, and uh, you could tell, like, while they were playing that Boba Fett was tapping his foot. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Like, like uh, Jabba the Hutt's tapping his tail. Yep. Boba the Fett. Boba the Fett. <laughs> yeah, Boba the Fett. Boba Bib, Fett's, Bib like, tapping. <laughs> Bib the Fortuna. Yeah. Um, but Boba Fett's tapping his, his feet. And, yeah. And, yeah. So they were, yeah, they, were, they were vibing with the music, that's yeah. for sure. And then yeah, Jabba and his entourage take a liking to the band. Um, like that's how that's how it basically ends. They yeah. they perform they start performing their last song, and then that's it. It was it was a quick one. There's nothing. I mean, I guess there is because the like after the first song, the like the guard comes and and is ready to shoot him. Yeah, I was gonna say there's nothing that actually says that. Gee was not going to die. <laughs> yeah, true. So there's no like closure there, but I guess there was with them shooting up into the air. So yep. So you know, Gee was saved by the power of friendship and music. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so that's the story. Yeah, of Tatooine Rhapsody. Um, Tatooine Rhapsody. Yeah. What What were your over, oh, overall thoughts on this episode, Derek? Um, I think I had talked to you about this, but it was uh, the use of 3D animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they came into um. The uh, the Moss Espa Grand Arena. Mm-hmm. It was very like three dimensional, three D kind of stuff. Um, and I mean, like, yeah, anime can use three D animation. Obviously, it did. 
Um, it's not something that we see a whole ton. No, uh uh-uh. Um, but I think in this style of animation or animation, it, it makes sense. So anime, yeah, it's kind of that's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. Is there? There's a lot of use there, but it seems like it's more. Um, what is the word? Um, like background stuff and um, like wide shots mm-hmm. that they do that with. So kind of interesting that way. But uh, that um, I'll hmm, sorry if you were going to talk about this, but no, Boba Fett it. is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and they got um, Tamir Morrison to play. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that that was good. And I'm glad they did that. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like Tamir Morrison's like, well, yeah, I love this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, let's do it kind of thing right now. Because he's, you know, he's in Boba, he's Boba Fett in Mandalorian. Mandalorian. And, excuse me. Oh, goodness. Don't die um, on me. Right. Um, he, uh, he's, he's said to he's rumored to be returning as commander cody mm-hmm. um in obi-wan i oh, i'm so excited for that um but yeah anyway <laughs> i'm excited for more star wars overall bro i'm with yeah, you there i'm gonna oh december can't come soon enough for right for book of book, boba fett book of boba fett bro uh, what day is, is is it on christmas day or is it after i can't remember uh the 29th so a couple days after christmas yeah Okay, but yeah, anyway, I'm pumped for that. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I think that, uh, um, what's it called? They're either going to have the last episode of Obi-Wan on May 4th, or that's when they're going to start it. I think it's yeah. going to be, that's going to be their, their May 4th yeah. kind of yeah. surprise this year. For sure. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, I'm just excited about everything Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Uh, going back to um, Tattoo and Rhapsody, um, for myself, I, I like this episode. It was it was well done. Um, you know, just do, I, I'm like I'm liking this uh, I'm liking these Vision episodes. Uh, I finished them last week. Yeah. Um, but I'm really liking them just because they're non-canon. It's just open ideas. Yeah, and I I feel like because they're non-canon, going with that, uh-huh. um, it's it's kind of just like. Bringing back Star Wars for the love of Star Wars. Oh, absolutely! Not to like it's that that non toxic feel. You know, mm-hmm. it's not to um, dive into the you know the depth of what a Jedi means, or you know that's not that's you know that's not what a Skywalker is. It's not just a, it's not a title. It's a name. Yeah, know, exactly, kind of exactly. Like that whole thing. I mean. I have my own opinions about that, and we'll get to that when we talk about those movies. But, like, Star Wars for the love of Star Wars is why I love Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. I love Star Wars because it's Star Wars, not because it appeals to what I think Star Wars should be. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, I agree with you there, 100%. Um, but, oh, one thing I wanted to mention with this episode. Um, <laughs> Jabba the Hutt looks creepy in general. Yeah, they definitely did a good job on that for yeah. the anime. Uh, it was it was good. I really liked this episode. Um, you know, definitely gave a different feel for you know, like a different story for Star Wars. It was definitely more like a, I don't, I don't know what, like how to put it. Yeah, like like you said, it wasn't like a someone figuring out who he was as a Jedi or or 
um, a you know republic kind of ordeal. It was you know just a, yeah. someone joining a band and performing a band in front of good old Jabba the Hutt. No politics, just music. Yep, <laughs> so great. Um, but yeah, that was yeah, that was good. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Well, folks, that I, this is a quick one today, but you know, thank you for tuning in um, to our podcast today. Um, next week, we'll be talking about um, two different things. Um, we'll be going over Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, that's up next. Isn't yeah, it? it is, and then we'll also go into the twins, episode three for Visions as well. Yeah. Um. So we're very excited to talk about both of those, um, especially on the Force Awakens. Um. Um, just because we waited ten years in between Revenge of the Sith and Force Awakens, so there's at least for me, yeah. there's a lot for me to talk about because I did go see Force Awakens opening night in theaters. Unfortunately, Derek had other things to do over, you know, halfway across the world during that time. Yeah, I was living in Central Europe and in Slovakia at the time. Yeah, I was not able to make it for yep. various reasons. Exactly. So. Um, but there will be some stuff that I'll talk about with that uh, that I'm excited to talk about. But, of course, both of us will talk about how much we enjoy Force Awakens. Um, yeah. So, um, but if you have any suggestions or anything that you want to let us know about, please go to our website at bestcarbrothers.com. Please let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you think we could talk about more about in our podcast because we're just fans. We're not experts on Star Wars. I mean, I guess they're a Derek an expert on Star Wars. I don't know about that. <laughs> More of an expert than I am, that's for <laughs> sure. But we are simply we are simply just fans, just loving to talk about Star Wars. So please let us know. Um, and any facts about Star Wars that you have, please let us know. And um, we want you guys to be part of the show. Yeah. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, and to join us on our Discord, Discord server, all of those links can be found on our website at bestcarbrothers.com. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Derek, is there anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right. Well, you're great. So <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're supposed to say, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. And uh, we hope to see you next week. And as always, may the Force be with you. Always. And we'll see you next time. Yep. Peace. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Beskar Brothers podcast. Your home for Star Wars news and more. Until next week, may the force be with you.